pole dancing a little bit after that intro. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of Boca Business with Papa Sturm. Of course, I'm Papa Sturm, and I'm lucky enough today to have the one and only, the legendary, we'll call him Brother Sturm, Dr. Commissioner Warren Sturman. Warren, welcome, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome, Mark. Nice to see you. <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. So, uh, so how are you doing today? How you, uh, so this is your first podcast, I hear, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the uh, first podcast, not only for you, first podcast in my entire life. Okay, all right. And uh, I see, because my, my first one was about three months ago. I did uh, Muhammad Ali's former wife, and I just had a blast, and it's just been like tremendous fun, like just ever since and everything. So, uh, so tell us, uh, tell us. So, so it's kind of cool. I, I don't know if everybody knows about about what you do and who you are and everything. Um, you know, I don't normally get to tell you this, but I'm I'm always very proud of you and always I always brag on you that you're uh, you're a, a, a doctor, a a an in, uh, you specialize in internal medicine, right? You know, and cardiology too. And cardiology, and I always say that. And cardiology, it's funny because you always correct me when I say cardiology. You go intern, internalist, and uh, so it's the both. And you're also uh, you're a commissioner of uh, Fort Lauderdale. You were the vice mayor, and I still say vice mayor, by the way, because to me, once you're the vice mayor, you're the you know, it's not like you know somebody was like the former president. You still were the president, so you were the you know the vice mayor and all that and everything, which is. Which is kind of cool. How does how does it? How do you have time to do? Because Lord knows you're not great with timing. I mean, we started this about an hour late. Um, how, how do you, how do you how do you? I, I think I think you're probably a little bit better with timing now that you're like this busy and everything. How, how do you do it all, Warren? Well, it helps if you don't get any sleep. Right? Is that yeah, it? Are you, are you are you losing sleep or? Uh? Oh, no sleep. My uncle, uh, our uncle, Uncle Harry, used to say, uh, "You can sleep when you're dead. You know, you're alive now. Don't, what do you need to sleep for? So you just get very little sleep." Really? Okay. Yeah. So, so, should I give you a little story the how uh, I came here? How you came here? Mm -hmm. To to the to the studio today? Yeah, I ninety five. No, no. How no. we came to this? The, by the way, I'm going to treat you like a brother. I'll uh, insult you. I'll uh, won't give you money. I won't call you, and uh, just see you on holidays. So, all right, like so, a brother to me at this particular point. All right, sounds good to me. All right, yeah. Don't tell any. You normally I ask the questions, but tell any story you want. Go right ahead. You can give family secrets. You know. Oh, well, well, actually, I got one right now. You know how you used to call, you know, Stanley Dad? Yes. Yeah, he's not really your father, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luke is your father. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So what, well, you had a story? Go ahead. What, what, what's, what's the story about? I thought it was Darth Vader was dad. Luke is my dad? <laughs> yeah, Luke thought, is your I dad. I thought Luke was my bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you know, as you know, we both went to University of Florida. We're both big Gator fans. Go Gators. And by the way, yeah. their first game is this Thursday. I can't wait to see the Gators. You know, it's yeah. funny, yeah. Uh, if you go to all the schooling and went to medical school and whatnot, it, it's, it's where you went to undergrad is where your heart is. So I'm, I'm truly a Gator. I'll, I'll right, because you because you, know. you went to you you went to University of Miami mm -hmm. for for medical school, but you're definitely if Miami played mm -hmm. Florida, who, who would you be for? Oh, you're, I'm always a Gator. Now you and I are a little different with this. Uh, um, if uh, I always root for the Gators, if the Gators uh, aren't playing, then I'll go for Miami. That's my second choice. Yeah. Um, if neither one of them is in, I will always go for a Florida school. I'll even go as far as uh, root for Florida State if they're the only one in. I think you could <coughs> never, you could uh, never uh, bring yourself. I could never to do, do that. that. Well, the, the worst, the worst of all this was, you know. So Randy was a, what uh, was a, uh, I guess a law school professor at University of Georgia. And uh, and I and I once asked her. I said, Randy, uh, when they were playing the Gators, I go, Randy, who are you for? 
And she goes, she goes, Mark, they, Georgia pays, pays my, you know, gives me a paycheck. I'm for Georgia. You know, I like, I think I ever talked to her ever, ever since that. Well, or, I go one step further. And again, yeah. I, I think we differ. I will yeah. always go for the SEC too. If there's no Florida school, I'll always go for an SEC. That, uh, my heart's No, I will go for an SEC school, but I just, I, I really just dislike Miami and, and Florida State. My, I thought it was Miami. Oh, I can't sit next to you. There. Yeah. Is that a chair over there? That's it. Yeah. So you had it. So go ahead. So you had a story. Go ahead. Okay. So I uh, undergrad Gainesville. I got a degree in uh, electrical engineering. I, one day I took a course in it and I was pre-med and I didn't want to, um, I know it wasn't good in chemistry. I was, I was okay in chemistry. I didn't enjoy chemistry. I should say, uh, I decided I did some biology. I was going to be a zoology major. I don't know if you know this story. And I picked a zoology. zoology major. Oh, I loved it. There was genetics and things like that. And I just took a couple, like a, one or two courses. And it was a pre-med, standard pre-med. And mom said to me, zoology, what are you going to do if you don't get into medical school? Become a lion tamer? You never heard that story? No. Yeah, no. You could see Thelma saying that, right? Yeah. Well, and, mom, if you remember, I, I told the story recently that mom could have, mom could have, like, Pretty much, mom had no filter for for a very long time. Do you remember? Do you remember the one time? Like this, the beauty of podcast is we can go anywhere. Mm. Uh, you know, take any subject. Like, so this is Christian. You'll find this pretty funny. Do you remember what one time when we lived in the townhouse and you had some girl stay over? Which I don't know, have no idea how you did that. Mm. Like with, you know, you know, ba- you know, with, with the whole family being home or something. And the girl comes home. You know, come comes down. You know, and the, the walk of shame down the stairs in the townhouse, like in her dress from from dinner the night before. Before and do you remember what mom said to her? Do you remember it all? I think this is your story, not mine. No, no, it's a hundred percent your story. It was a blonde girl. It was not me. It was you. Blind, not blonde. It was a blonde girl. What what mom said. You don't remember? What? She goes, Good morning, whore. Do you remember that? Does it ring a bell at all? Mark, I think uh, I think you got me and you mixed up. No, 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 it was you. No, no. One hundred percent positive that was you. Actually, I told that story to somebody recently that like Mom, like, just pretty much, like, never had a filter or whatever. But, well, I, uh, yeah. Are you sure we're, we're siblings? Is that the same mom? I know. Wait, wait, wait. Well, I know wait. that. I know. Wait, you're, are you Juan or Warren Sturman? I know one time uh, we were at a wedding, and um, we're sitting there. And Who was uh, at a wedding? You and I were at a wedding of, I forgot who it was. A wedding, it might have been a bar mitzvah, for all I know. And I, yeah. I had a, a same difference. girlfriend yeah. that wasn't, you know, uh, that was... Um, was not Jewish and uh, which was wasn't sitting, big on moms. Okay, moms so we're sitting down on yeah. the reception line. Wait, wait, wait. Have you met Christian over here? All right, go ahead. Sorry. So over there. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and uh, <laughs> we're sitting next to mom, and two women come up there, and he goes, "Oh, Warren's girlfriend is so nice," and he goes, "Oh, she's so good." And then the lady, and then mom says, "Yeah, she's a very nice girl. She could stand to be a little more Jewish, though." Right in the earshot of the lady. That's that's a Thelma line. Oh, sure, sure. Okay, well, so getting back to Gainesville. Yeah. So go ahead. Okay. So then I took one course in engineering. I just had. Uh, I had to fill a credit hour. I think it was the end but of the But you first started year. out political science, though, didn't you? There's I was the only one in the family that was going to go to law school, and it's hysterical. I'm the only one who never went to law school. Right, but you're also the only one that went to politics, too. Yeah, it's fine. And then way yeah. back when I worked in high school, I worked on a campaign for a guy who Rick ran for Congress. Yeah, he, he, uh, it was fun. It was interesting. I, we used to go to all the meetings back in Broward County when they, on election night. It wasn't electronic. You'd have to actually go down to, um, uh, to, to uh, the, supervisor of election office to watch the returns coming in they had it on a big board 
And at the end of the day, we not this is no plug, so I'm not getting anything free from Lester's, don't worry. But at the end of the day, uh, everybody would hang out at Lester's. They were open 24 hours, and that's where all the deals were made at the end of the day. And right. I, no, I remember that. I remember, I remember Love going down to watch the election results because mm -hmm. it didn't come to like it didn't end till like 1130 at night. Mm -hmm. So it was because, Mom, you, you, you know, if we could have literally lost an arm and Mom still would have sent us to school the next day. But that was the only time we ever got off of school was when we would watch the election results and, and we were up that late. And yeah. we got to, we got to stay past our bedtime. So that, I right. think that's why I went in. I didn't think I liked politics as much as like right. cheating on my bedtime. Or, or, or it's, yeah. it's kind of like, uh, I, I mean, I, I, mm. you, yeah, I, I think I definitely know why Randy, our, our, our sister, um, became a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Because remember, we used to have, we always had... Um, we always had to do, uh, you know, chores after after we ate. Like it was either. Remember, what the, there was three jobs. Remember what the three jobs were? Well, there were four jobs because we had a fourth kid that came along. One yeah. of them was the dishes. One of them was pots and pans. One to sweep and take out the garbage. And no, it was counters and leftovers. Yes. Well, no, everybody had a day off every once in a while. No, really? No, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah you we had it in with Bob and yeah. Dad. They gave me yeah, a yeah. day No, off. no, no. And, we, and Randy made that wheel or whatever, we right? We used to spin the wheel. Yeah, yeah. And so one day, so one day, you know, Randy was a little, little uh, feisty one, if you will. And Randy once went up to Dad's like, Dad, I don't understand. Like, Mom cooks, and we all, you know, help do the cleaning and everything. How come you don't have to do anything? And Dad, you remember what Dad said? Yeah. He goes, Am I allowed to curse on here? Yeah, no, no. Okay, can I curse? No, you Fuck can't you. curse. No, no. What he said was, he goes, because he goes, because I'm, I'm a lawyer. Remember? And, no. and, and I think that's why Randy became a lawyer, so she wouldn't have to do the fucking dishes. Well, you know? Well, one thing Randy did, yeah. Randy hated the. Uh, Hated cleaning. I think that's why she, she decided she's going to make it big someday so she doesn't have to buy dishes she could eat out. But she hated uh, cleaning up and doing dishes. Yeah. So I take a course going back to where I Yeah. Thing, and I as so a this is like we have like a central theme and we just keep like like branches off. Isn't this fun, by the way? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know this about you. I'm learning yeah. all these secrets. So, yeah. So then we, um, uh, we uh, I take this course at the end of my first year and I had to fill one hour. It's an easy credit. Go, this is an easy A. It's an intro to engineering. And every week they just have one discipline in engineering would come by and and uh, they present to you, and all you have to do is write something, and you get an automatic A. And they had, uh, they had chemical, they had mechanical, and they had electrical. And I, you know, I took it as a fluke. I had no intention of actually going into the field, and I was fascinated by it. So much so that back in those days, we um, uh, Bell South or AT&T owned the electrical equipment, and I went by, and in the fraternity, I rewired the phone system to get a... Uh, uh, again, I think the statute of limitation has expired, but I got a free uh, telephone wired up, and I. I'm still getting fucking cable. What are you, are you oh, kidding? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, then I, I, I patched the, I break into yeah. the thing. No, I'm kidding. So I then, uh, yeah. uh, Dad <laughs> wanted me to go into biomedical engineering, and there wasn't an undergraduate degree in that, so I, I graduated in electrical, applied to universe uh, to medical school, and lo and behold, I got in. But, but even before that, though, you like it's funny because you, you had gotten into. Georgetown School of Foreign Service. Correct. But ended up going to University of Florida. My parents never forgave me. I got into the right. fourth. They had I, my parents never forgave you either. That's <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> well, that's yeah. good. So yeah. uh, I got, how you doing, Christian? Doing all right over there? Oh yeah. All right. Are okay. we doing okay? Yeah. Doing awesome. Okay. Right. So we got into school of. Yeah. Got into, I applied to. Uh, I got into to to Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah, but, but when you... But, but I got into full, the School of Foreign Service, if I'd gone in there, it was like a given I would have been a lawyer. What, what, and didn't they have, like, some type of, like, program that they, like, literally were designing for you or something? That was something? Vanderbilt, I believe. Was that Vanderbilt? Well, School of Foreign Service, did so, they were going to... Um, they're very big on humanities and social studies, and I was very slanted towards math and science, and they were going to adjust my uh, curriculum so I could add some science and math as the electives to do some of the math and science that I like. It wouldn't have helped my degree, 
but Vanderbilt was different. When I was going there, I believe they had a, they had just had a graduate program in, um, in uh, biomedical engineering, and they didn't have undergrad, but I was going to be almost like a test pilot. Like my, my uh, course study would have been geared towards that, so that way it would open the door for medical school. If and I did, to go didn't in. you win something? Like, weren't you like, like best math student in like the state or something like that? Or? Well, <laughs> <laughs> we like to embellish a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I won... Um, I won bath, best math student in the school, in my school, the year no, I graduated. No, it was bigger than, it was bigger no, than no, just South Broward. You're a little yeah. bit different. As yeah. We had a chess club. Was that what you're like, the best chess player I or was something? In tenth, no, we, and we, to the point where we were rated, and yeah. I was rated, and we used to compete. We used to compete within our school, within the county, and then we'd go competing in other counties. And in ninth grade, I was, I was head of my, uh, uh, captain of my chess club, and uh, the first, second, third and fifth and say all the other people were seniors everybody ahead of me and with, when I graduated in 10th grade um, I as I went up there I became the highest rated um, soccer not soccer the highest rated chess player in the county at the time and our our uh, faculty advisor ended up switching schools our club ended up disbanding we never competed after that but had I you know we continued I would have been the number in 10th grade would have been the number one rated um, uh, uh, chess club player in right, the so tournament. Me, so, so I'm going to backtrack for a second. It's funny, it's, uh, I just realized like something that's like a little bit ironic is, is like they, they pretty much were creating like almost this like special program for you at Vanderbilt. And Zach, who just graduated with a law degree and a PhD in economics, there's only, there's only, there's only one or two students per year in that same school from Vanderbilt, which is kind of like, you know, years later, your, 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 your nephew was like in a specialized program there too. So it's funny, what goes around yeah. comes around. It's, yeah. it's funny, it's a, exactly. almost right. a legacy, but, yeah. the, but the opportunity then actually uh, slipped away. Yeah, so, so you end up going to so Gainesville, and my parents hated me, and I went there because <laughs> a lot of my friends went there. I went there for yeah. all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And um, I ended up getting into fraternity, and it was a nice fraternity, but I'd stay there. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I pledged that fraternity one year, and, and I literally got food poisoning on the pork. And that's and then that's what I get for a nice Jewish boy eating fucking pork. Yeah. I ended up like in the hospital. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we lost Christian. I don't know what happened. Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah. I think he ate the pork. So he had yeah. To go to the bathroom. Yeah. We had to have Benny's chili. Remember Benny's chili? Yeah. So then um, I ended up uh, going through, and they had different disciplines in, in uh, engineering at the time. This is kind of a funny story. They had power. They had communications and. Um, there was something brand new coming down the pike that they were just getting started with. This tells you how old I am. There was something called digital, and I don't even think they had a digital uh, uh, a digital platform to go through. They didn't have a course study in digital. It was just hit or miss. They were developing it at the time, and they handed me a chip, and I love digital stuff, and they handed me a chip. I think it was called the 8088. Uh, it, was, it was the precursor to the 288, the 388, the Pentium, and all that. And they didn't even have a box to put it in. And I was fascinated by that. I worked with my professor. I was going to, I ran an actual digital lab as an undergraduate. And um, had I stayed in the field, I would have probably stayed there. But um, I ended up getting into medical school. And in my mind, I got out of there in the nick of time. Computers, computers were mainframes. And you had cards and Fortran that you had to punch through. There was no such thing as a personal computer. They were all kits like Tandy and... Commodore, you'd make which, it. which, which dad bought like the first one ever, yeah. and what and I would, it, stay, and yeah. it never got. I don't think we ever even turned the fucker thing on, right? Yeah, Remember? No, you'd have to it was put, in our room, and then you'd yeah. have to, uh, and you, yeah. and the input yeah. and output would be lights. You'd have to know how to read digital. You put yeah. it in this digital. There was no monitor, no mouse, no. There was nothing. Not even yeah. a keyboard, and you'd switch yeah. toggle switches. And yeah. I thought it was fascinating to to deal with it, but I said, you know, this is you no. Know, 
it's like it was equivalent to ham radio. It was a hobby, but nobody, you know, you had to know how to do it yourself. Nobody was into personal computers. And at the time, I said, oh, you can't make money on this. Personal computers, I got the hell out in the nick of time. Little yeah. did I know. Kind of like I got out of Orange Theory Fitness. Oh, yeah. oh exactly. Little yeah. did I know how, I mean, my life would have yeah. been a lot different. Although, um, as an engineer, I'm going to say this engineer, engineer uh, had I... Uh, had I stayed in um, engineering and yeah. where I was, I probably would have been uh, uh, at the forefront. I was looking at the same chips that Yeah, that but Job's. you're doing what you No, 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 no. Here's the, here's the answer now. Yeah. I would have had, um, I would have loved it. I would have loved doing what I did. Um, I would have probably been uh, I either inventing things or I wouldn't have been improving things. Maybe the one who came up with the mouse and things <laughs> like that. Izzy's grandson. But... Um, uh, I wouldn't have met my ex-wife, wouldn't have had my four kids, so I wouldn't trade this for a millisecond. Right. So I, I took the I took the. Yeah, and you do have 100%. great kids, by the way. You, one, one of your one of your one of your children was on a podcast last week, and he did a great job. Oh shit, yeah. he's in trouble. He didn't listen yeah. to me. Yeah, no, he had a one. Yeah. So wait, wait. So you were. Let me get this straight. So you were an electrical engineer, right? At you the were digital. A, then I went to medical school and a doctor, right? And then uh, and and a, and a commissioner. That's pretty impressive. I decided to. Well, thank yeah. you. That so, is so, so I guess I'm the. I never realized. I guess I'm the fuck up in the family. Oh, you're the entrepreneur. You've started yeah. businesses. You've yeah. taken off. You really have that yeah. taste. You have that. Uh, Feel for yeah. what's happening. But you know what's funny is there's something I, I admitted recently. I think I, I, Zach and I were talking about it. Like, you know, Zach said, you know, Dad, you're like, you're very smart and blah, 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 and blah. And he goes, Did you feel smart growing up? And I said, No. And and the reason the reason why I did, well, you're fucking laughing at, all right? I'm not that smart. And I said, because I grew up with Warren, who's like a fucking genius. And compared to, you know, I was smart, but compared to Warren, I was like a fucking moron, you know? Well, that's yeah. not well, my four kids, yeah. um, I mean, every one of them is smarter than the next, and every one of them no, in you really circ- think so? Because I, I think there's a few that uh, no, I'm fell off the. I'm totally kidding. And so yeah. when they, when they yeah. um, you know, they com- you know, they don't compete with each other, but when they interact yeah. with each other, there's this little like, hierarchy that goes yeah. through. Then when I see them interacting with their friends, each one, even every one of them, seems to be at the head of their class. You know, uh, and what's great about them though is just they're, they're each one of them are wonderful, great kids, and I always but say like very I, different, very different, but they also have wonderful interactions with, they, they're all very close with each other. They get which along is with wonder- each other. They yeah. didn't listen to us. They yeah. I mean, yeah. we're, we, we did better. Our, the generation before us, we had to have a scorecard. Who's talking to who at every year? Right, and there's still, people, there's still people in our At that generation, our, our generation decided Wait a minute. Not, yeah. I don't think I'm supposed to be talking to you. Wait a minute, wait, wait. I think we... Well, I'm not, that's why Kristen's here. I have somebody in between here, so well, we're not talking to, to each other. Somebody to talk to. So, 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 so you become a doctor, yeah. And then, uh, but you've always you you've always had like like you said you 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 uh, you ran Richter's campaign. I remember I remember you putting up like signs and stuff for Richter. You ran Richter's campaign for uh, for Congress and everything. And I, then, I was I was his youth coordinator, so to speak. Yeah. So I coordinated myself and my sibling. That's it. That's right. No, <laughs> not me. I didn't even <laughs> do it. Randy, I'm like the two of us. Yeah. yeah. And so then uh, so so. But but you've always had kind of a, a hair up your ass for politics. Well, no, though. here's Even how it started. Yeah. Like, so basically, when my kids ended up uh, getting into school, I decided I wanted to get involved in their education. So I joined. The very first thing I did was join the PTA. It was called. What, what does that stand for? Uh, it was actually H. It wasn't a PTA. It was a HSA. It was a, a, a little maybe for um, copywriter. They didn't want to become part of the. Um, the national a franchise. I want to pay the yeah. franchise free, so they didn't yeah. work technically. So, but it was a, the equivalent thing, and a lot of mothers there, and I was just mm-hmm. me. And then eventually, I was the only father there. I became vice president, and then there was well, a lot of people <laughs> think you're a mother, but that's another story. And a guy, a friend of mine yeah. named Nick, uh, came behind me, and he ended up rising to the president of that. Yeah. And I got involved in education, 
and uh, we became part of the innovation zone with uh, the middle school and the high school. And even though my kids were elementary, we interacted. You're very good at this, by the way. You're very good at this being uh, interviewed. Yeah. And so um, yeah. from there, uh, that was the right. education was the big one. Yeah. And uh, I plus, and not only me doing it for the kids, I wanted them to see what I was doing, so they have a sense of civic pride. They would give back to their community. Then September 11th came along, and after September 11th, what day was that, by the way? I think it was uh, the 12th. All right. Was, okay. Uh, no, I'm always a day late. So I, I, yeah. I joined it about a day later. And that yeah. was a shocker. I mean, that, that changed everything. At that point, I was vice chief of medicine at Florida Medical Center. At, uh, and that was my... Do you remember, remember yeah. on September 11th, though, like, we always have this competition, like, who, who has, like, breaking stories and everything? And you were like, we were literally watching it, and, and we, you were like, yeah, it's like probably, you know, you, you were thinking it's a terrorist thing. I'm like, Warren, stop, you know, stop with the dramatic shit. It's not, it's, a, it's no terrorist thing. And literally, as I'm saying that... There's video of, of the plane going into the World Trade Center. I mean, the second one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah, heart yeah, sank. Yeah. Oh, like, well, yeah. that hit. Oh, right, the second one. You're right. Oh, yeah, yeah. A thousand things going yeah. through my head. Yeah. Um, it's at the end. You know, you wonder is, what it is. Well, you never yeah. know if, if there's going to be yeah. a thousand planes and yeah. the world was going to end that day. Right. Um, and I'm looking at this, and, the, and I'm sitting there you know, uh, with my wife at the time, um, and we're looking at it. I was supposed to be at work. It would have happened like a little after nine. Of course, I'm a little bit yeah, late. Yeah, it's around nine o'clock. So we're yeah. home, and we're going, oh, my God, what do we do? And my first thought is my youngest child was born that year in June, June of 2001. And, um, and the first thing as a parent, we're thinking, okay, we got to go get the kids. And how do we do it? How do we split up? Or can you drive? Are we allowed to road? Is, is everything in lockdown? We didn't know what the heck's going on. My first thought, the bigger kids were already somewhat grown, but the baby was, you know, she was, uh, oh, she was home with us at the time. She was under a year old. And my first thought was, I can't believe um, we brought a child into this world with this happening here. It's like everything had changed. I looked, you know, as a parent, you look at everything through your children's eyes. And I go, we brought a child into this world with, with September 11th. What this, what's this world going to look like to her and to her siblings? Right. And right. Um, from there, I was, um, over the next year, you know, we said, listen, just sitting back and watching is not an option anymore. So I was, like I mentioned to you, I was uh, I was vice chair of medicine over at uh, Florida Medical Center, and I ended up joining my civic association that year. A dear friend of mine, Michael, was president at the time. And uh, cousin Michael? Uh, no, uh, he's Different a judge. Michael? He's a judge now, Michael Orlando. Uh huh. And um, nice guy. And very oh he he had, he sworn you on when you he swore me into office yeah. and his family. You know, yeah. Our kids grew up together. He and yeah. his wife and kids are. Uh, I mean, they, they're almost the role model for us. They say the same thing about us, but we say about them, um, their values and everything, and, and mm -hmm. no civic involvement. So I became, I got involved. Uh, within the next year, I became vice president of, of the Civic Association, and then uh, within a year, I, I became president, served as president of Rio Vista for 14 years. And I think September 11th is the thing that said, I, I can't just let things happen. I got to be part of, of the future. Right, of the and, you ran, and you actually ran a couple of elections. Mm -hmm. You... Um, weren't successful like the the, the last one the last the, the not 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 the one that you won but the one before that you you, you lost by like what 54 votes or something well, like this that this is interesting um, yeah um, not to make a comment uh, about uh, politics in general but i just this is me and you could take it for mm -hmm. what you want um i uh, ran for uh, for city commission and there were three um three of us in the race uh, all three were fine gentlemen by the way you know people tend to be negative and i had nice things to say about every one of them um the first one uh, that pa that uh, didn't pa uh, 
passed it didn't make it through the he's alive he didn't pass away he didn't make yeah. it through the, uh, the primary yeah. uh, a very fine job guy he's an incredible uh, asset to the community we've actually since the election become i would say friends he his his wife my ex uh, all of us are we we work together for the benefit of the community and it became me versus my opponent and um we uh, decided we were not going to be negative about this uh, the election ended. Uh, I lost by like 50 votes or something like that, less than one percent. Yeah. And I had the opportunity to have uh, a recount and and to challenge and all that. And no, I was um, I had a job. I was working. I it, I wasn't financially dependent upon this. I was no. This was a civic duty. It wasn't a job for me. And um, uh, my advisor said, "Do you want to challenge?" I go, "No, no. He he won. It's not going to change the outcome. It's just going to delay everything." I phone call, made a phone call immediately to the the to the guy who won, I said, congratulations, nice job. Let's get behind you. Your success is our success. And to his credit, um, I ended up, uh, I asked, and he appointed me to a, ho a task force on homelessness. I did things with disaster preparedness. We worked together. And then later on, as I got more politically active, I'd make sure to include him and to build him up. In fact, it's kind of a funny thing. I run for office in 2004 for a school board, and I got into a runoff, and um, uh, Maureen Denon ended up defeating me. And uh, same thing right after I congratulated her, started working with her. As I got more prominent in my community, I'd invite her to work with us. Even though I lost the election, we, we rallied around who won. Uh, you know, it, their success is our success, and we've become good friends. And she supported me in everything that I've done, every election I've had going forward. So I think, um, I think this is what this community wants, a lot of this negativism, polarizing things. We see a lot of it in politics. I've been told time and again, uh, campaigns focus on negative because negative wins more votes than positive, but I refuse well, to believe well, especially, that. Especially for you too. Like I, I always, when when I talk about you, and, and I and I'm very very proud of you that you know what you've done. And you know it's funny because I, there's a, a little thing, and you, you 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 pretty much exemplify this. I have a little thing right by my bed mm. that says you know, it, it, um, and I read it every single day. It says success is a matter of holding on long after others have let go mm. you know and that's mm. you clearly that's clearly something that, oh, that wow. you've done and that's that is kind of funny th that's why you're you know that's that's why you're a commissioner right now because when i lost well, the election know, I, yeah. I regrouped i decided yeah. to do things community wise uh, there was another election i decided not to run uh, against my opponent yeah. because you know yeah. i had my heads the issues i had you know yeah. so, you know uh, somebody has new to the community. He you know, didn't have roots there. Uh, he had uh, came here for the election. At this point, it's a couple years down the line. He was, uh, you know, he was there. He was working, responding to the community, and he wasn't new anymore. Um, and it looked like he was making a commitment to his position. So it didn't make sense for me. You know, for me to run would have been all about me. Um, at this point, I didn't see uh, well, you a, a void, and I decided not to run against him and to support him in his re-election campaign, my, my opponent. And I think the community as a whole has got to realize, you know, if you, if you lose, you accept that fact, you support the guy, you regroup, and you make yourself a better candidate next right, time. Right, right. And, and it's funny, is I think when people, when I talk about you, I, you know, they, they first of all, first question they say is, uh, you know, I say, you know, my brother's a, a commissioner now, and they say, Oh, oh, so he, he's not practicing medicine anymore. And uh, I'm sure you get to ask that all the time. I'm like, no, 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 he's still, he still has a full-time job practicing medicine and, and uh, you know, and then, and then is, is on the Fort Lauderdale City Commission. But, it, but I also always say the reason why he's in it is because he just really loves the city. He loves, he enjoys politics and, and you're in it 
there's no, you know, we've discussed this. You know, it's not like you're going to run, you know, for the U.S. Congress afterwards or this or that. It's you, you, you love what you do. You love the city of Fort Lauderdale. You know, you've since we were little kids, you've always loved politics, but for the right reason because you want to make a, a positive, a positive change in 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 our community. Okay, so in that in that regard, uh, to answer that, uh, uh, when I came after I've been was president of my neighborhood, I just I did a few things. Um, uh, there's a CERT team, and I it's a community emergency response team, and that's the city of Fort Lauderdale has it, and several cities throughout Broward County have it to respond to disasters. It started out in California for earthquakes, but for us it's more like hurricanes. And I had graduated the program. It, it teaches you things such as you know, fire suppression, search and rescue, uh, little medical triaging, things like that. And I graduated from the program, um, and I called. I said, I'd like to join the actual team now. She goes, sure. Every neighborhood has a team leader, and just call your team leader. And they gave me a list of the leaders, and there was one name in my neighborhood, and the name was me. And I oh, go, really? wait a minute. There's, and I called. She goes, well, we don't have a team, actually. We just graduate people. So yeah. we self-organized into a team, and I became the actual uh, founder and leader for the CERT team. During COVID, I founded an organization called the Medical Reserve Corps. Of uh, which you did some amazing, oh man, amazing, we, wonderful things. We've had yeah. that I mean, for a were, while. You seem like you were on TV like every other day. And we had dwindled to, yeah. to it became inactive. And I right. petitioned. I got the city of Fort Lauderdale to sponsor as the housing authority. And it took about two years for our application to go through. And lo and behold, they approved us uh, right before COVID hit. And they had a new city manager at the time who did not want city resources to be involved. So I shopped around. I got the Brown County Medical Association to step up to the plate. And they teamed up with us. And we grew from one person, and then me and Cynthia Peterson, who's a resource in this community that, that in Broward County is phenomenal, as head of the Broward County Medical Association, we grew it from two people in, in a few months to 1,700 registered volunteers. It became the largest organization. And, did, and, didn't you, and, and I remember you did, uh, you had that, that whole army of volunteers oh. first making masks, mm -hmm. and then once the vaccines came out... Yeah. You, you you amassed an entire army to, to make sure. And, and it was an, outra I, we, know, we approached an outrageously great system that you had for okay. for, for uh, okay. you know getting the vaccines out. Uh, you ask about time. And, uh, no, you're fine. We're good. Well, We're fine. No, you ask about my time, the time yeah. I have to put into it. And, yeah. and this is where I'm going with this. Um, we started out originally, we were at home. We, there's nothing to do at home. And uh, my, we have a few philosophies with volunteering, you know, especially after disaster. You're either part of the problem or part of the solution. And uh, it's simply uh, during a disaster, we have resources and we have needs. And uh, through capitalism and our system and economy, these things are met. During a disaster, the big thing is the, the resources and the needs don't go, but the connection is lost. And all we have to do is put that connection back together. Right. People want to do something psychologically. They, want to, you know, they don't want to sit home waiting for the cavalry. You have to put them to use to think that they're helping their recovery. And that's, how, that's part of what we do. And we had over 350, I think, volunteers at home making masks for the community. And we produced over 15,000 masks for police, fire, hospitals, nursing homes, first this responders. This is a time when there were no masks. You couldn't there get were, a mask. You couldn't get a mask to save yeah. And this is not And paper. you made, they were great masks. They, they were, were cloth, cloth masks with, with, a, with a filter, filter the and the whole thing. Yeah. And they had, we, we had a whole team. And you organized it. We had somebody in charge of that. We had somebody in charge of quality control, uh, this distribution. We had no... Um, and then... From there, they started testing, and Dr. Thackey, head of the Broward County Health Department, uh, said she couldn't use. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm going to put you on hold for just one second. So that, Kristen, what, what's what's your web page for your for your campaign? What, what what's your web page?
uh, for the campaign or for the office? We don't have a campaign yet. For the oh, office. okay, for the office, yeah. For my office? Yeah. It's wsturman at fortlauderdale.gov. If we can do, if we can pull that up, wsturman at fortlauderdale.gov, we'll just pull it up and we'll, we'll kind of, we'll use that in a couple of seconds, but yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, so early on, they didn't have... Do you know how to spell Sturman? Okay. Okay. All right, yeah. So I keep going? Yeah, keep going. Okay, yeah. I think it's uh, D I C K. Yeah, that's or, uh, it. Yeah, it's okay. Mr. And the last name is W A D. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so um, by the way, you're seeing double. You're, you're getting a. You see where his sense of humor is from. Yeah. Okay. Or lack thereof. Yeah. Again, my son Jeffrey yeah. hates it because he has the same huge sense of humor. Yeah, he rolls yeah. his eyes when he said it. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so at the time, um, uh, they didn't have uh, vaccines. Uh, you couldn't get testing. And we. Uh, uh, volunteered, tried to volunteer with the Department of Health, and vaccines and earlier on testing was a very, very uh, uh, prized commodity. Was, once you open the vaccines, you have to use them with a certain amount of time. You couldn't waste them. And the thought was uh, volunteers were you know, not as reliable as paid, uh, paid workers and paid vaccinators. So their thing right off the bat, they, couldn't, they were not using volunteers. Towards the end of the pandemic, we, we had such a great relationship that we were, we were manning the whole kit and caboodle. Of, um, Almost uh, an example for the country to follow, just oh, you know, here in, we loved it. In, in Fort Lauderdale. So know? what my job is, yeah. and you're asking about my time um, and how I manage time. Well, that was about an hour ago. And, and that's, yeah. that's my time <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. So as I build this organization, the driving force, there's three driving forces for me, but any, any organization that I want to build. And I don't have to be an expert on everything, and I don't have to do everything, but I have three things I must do. Number one, find quality individuals. Number two, put them in the right position of leadership that they could do. And number three, support them in what they do. Those success the in any business. Oh, and also you have to have the right what, Christian? In any organization? Oh, the right culture. We have to have the right culture. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. The, that basketball team. What are they? The Miami Heat. Yeah, they have a good right. culture. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, All right, so, 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 we, so we ended up growing the organization. Of the organization, we had like 20 people in administration alone. We had a division for nurses, a division for doctors, for vaccinators, for lay people, for registration, a tech guy. And if anybody, about 55% of our volunteers were non-medical, helping register traffic control. And... Um, the biggest thing that I would tell my, I'd always thank my volunteers, and my goal was uh, with volunteers to first of all, have them have a rewarding experience, and also um, have them feel like they made a difference, they're part of a team. Having somebody and utilize their skill set. Everybody there did make, it, make, make a big yeah, difference. Yeah. The whole bit. Yeah, so we're, we're running out of time. I just, I just want to ask you just one, one or two more qu quick questions. First of all, if uh, somebody needs to contact whoever, what, 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 what's, what's the webpage there? Can we pull the webpage up there? Mm. Yeah. Okay. My city website is wsturman at fortlauderdale.gov. Let's take a look at what that website looks like over here. Oh, it's a, it's an email address, not a website. Oh, is that is there? Well, what's a, what's the website? Well, it's the city of Fort Lauderdale. Oh, it's the city of Fort Lauderdale website. Yes. Okay. So uh, so that's how that's how somebody could get a hold of you if they they right. need. So I'm I, have a fun, I have a phenomenal staff. I have a chief of staff yeah. named Jerry, yeah. and I have. And a, there you are, Warren Sturman. There's your. Uh, Oh, you're right there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, look what a handsome guy. I tell you what. Oh, geez. That must be somebody yeah. else's picture then. It could yeah, be you me. look just like Dad. I don't okay. know. Why are you insulting me like that? There we go. All right, you look like Mom. Like oh, there I, you go. Except that, whatever. So, uh, so I'm going to ask you one more question. If you had to answer, what is the one thing you love most about, one, being a doctor, and two, being a Fort Lauderdale City Commissioner? I could sum it up very simply. I'm able to make a difference. I think people... I used to, when we used to go to marriage counseling years ago. This you and I? 
Yes. That's fucking weird. I and, never uh, remember that. And we had I wonder why I blocked that out. And yeah. we had a homework assignment yeah, that the yeah. psychologist gave us. It's funny. Yeah. Little points in your life. You know, you live all these years yeah, and yeah. like little points that make it. Yeah. And um, the psychologist said to us, or the therapist, whatever, he, he, he gave us a homework assignment and we had to come back the next week. And I thought about it a lot. And he goes, what do you want to have on your tombstone? And everybody out there should think about this. What do you want to have on your... Well, by the way, speaking of which, we got to get a tombstone for yeah, mom and dad. We, they, 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 we literally we, have We to. paid for yeah. it. we got to put it in. Yeah, so what I do you want on your tombstone? Yeah. And, you know, like, oh, he was yeah. funny. You know, like Leslie Nielsen has something, a cute thing. Yeah. You know, I was a statesman. This and, but, you know, that's going to outlive you. That's going to go on for eternity. And you can't wait till you're on your deathbed for that. And I thought about it. And... Um, and I came up with, well, there's two things, uh, two thoughts. One of them, the first thing right off the bat is I made a, a difference in my children's lives. Right. But, you know, the, but you could summarize it even more globally. Like, like, I made a difference on this planet. I didn't just, you know, to, to, to expand on this is uh, I didn't just sit and take up time and space, eat resources, eat food and poop and, and pollute. You, my presence here made a difference on this planet. And then uh, after we handed in the assignment, he comes up to us and he goes, listen, you're midlife. You're probably going to leave a couple more decades. You can't wait until you're ready to die. You have to live your whole life starting today to reach that point. So that way, when it hits your tombstone, it's, it's going to sure, make a sure. difference. Sure, you have to think every single day what your legacy is going to be. Right. And you, you, you actually have a phenomenal legacy that you've been saving lives for, for yeah. decades. You know, you're making, you're making the city of Fort Lauderdale a better place to live. Yeah. And you're just a just a wonderful, you know, great guy. And my, and, and my advice for yeah. people is to think outside the box. You know, my comfort zone was an engi yeah. engine engineer, and, and I went to medical school, which is outside the box. Now I'm a doctor. Keep Going into to, to politics is outside the box. It differentiates you from from where your comfort zone is, and um, we are uh, we are making a difference. I I've go. always volunteered, and and this is a dream job because not only am I able to do things for the community, but for the first time. Number one, I have a budget, and two, I have staff to get things done, and, and it's actually able to help you. I love yeah. it. Yeah. All right. On that note, we kind of run, we ran out of time here, yeah. but just a uh, wonderful episode. You have, a, you have you have a good time. You enjoy it here. I love the earmuffs. Yeah, the earmuffs are good because especially when it gets cold. Well, that this concludes another phenomenal episode of uh, Boca Business with Papa Stern. Of course. I'm Papa Sturm, and uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, reach out, support my brother when he when he when uh, the campaign starts again. You know what? Contribute because he's a great guy. Because he's in it for all the right causes.